Love Talk Radio. Talk Radio. This is All About Wine, the talk show dedicated to the wine industry since 2009. Featuring winemaker, solo master, vineyardist, and tasting expert, Ron. Basically, what we're trying to do on this program is just trying to educate people and trying to make wine less confusing and more friendly. From coast to coast and around the world. You know, we really have had some, some neat people on the program. I, I just, I love that. Post your questions and comments during the live show on our Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash allaboutwinebtr. Again, that's www.facebook.com forward slash allaboutwinebtr. And now, All About Wine is on. Here's Ron. <laughs> Okay. They're happy because the humidity's down and the no rain and it's just a our, our oh, classic yeah. wonderful Florida fall evening here. So have you uh, had to break out your coat yet? Because it, it got down yeah, to like, the hey, it, it, <laughs> of course I you know, I mean we're already what, two weeks into into autumn here? I of course, you know, the the coat and yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just you know it's uh, so uh, yeah it's uh, getting prepared for actually my uh, uh, daughter-in-law posted a picture on Facebook of the fireplace going in their house this morning oh my gosh. and I'm going you know uh, when uh, fire she said well we were all cold last night this morning <laughs> cold. <laughs> It got down to 68, I think, around where they were. Yeah. So they were cold and little. And it wasn't just like little, low, small fire. I mean, this was roaring in the picture. (laughs) Yeah. You're going, oh, come on. But uh, yeah, it's uh, beautiful. This This is the you call them chamber of commerce weather. This is where the chamber of commerce is come to Florida. We got beautiful weather and people come down here and they experience the two or three days of this and they go, Oh, we need to move to Florida. And and then, and then Sunday I was out and I saw love bugs. And already. Yes. Yes. Already. Yeah, it's the end of September, 1st of October, so it's about time. But, yeah, I actually I saw love bugs. I'm going, oh, no, that time of year. That's worth it. And with all the rains we've had, it might be a bumper crop this year. Who knows? I don't know if that's a a pun or what. You're talking about love bugs, and with all the rain we had, it could be a bumper crop. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that well, no pun intended, but I'll take credit. Take <laughs> it all over your windshield and your hood and your bumpers and, and your bumper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a bumper and, crop. A bumper good. crop. Yeah, yeah. And I can say no pun intended, but I will take credit. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that was good. Uh, 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 let me see. This. Uh, 
Let me go see if Amanda has said anything to me. Nope, she hasn't. So I guess she's ready. Okay. She has. Um, yeah. Yet, but uh, we do have a guest for tonight, and um, hopefully. Hopefully, she's supposed to be calling in on us, and uh, I. What was it? Day four yesterday? Uh, no, yesterday I told her to see you tomorrow night, so she should should be contacting us. Although we have had guests, this this I say one of the things that with having guests call us, it sometimes slips their minds, and you know I don't don't fault them for it, but our guest tonight is Amanda Goodwin who is the founder of National Orange Wine Day and Virtual Orange Wine Week. And I really wanted to get her on tonight because Virtual Orange Wine Week is from October the 5th to the 10th, and National Orange Wine Day is October the 6th. And since today is the 1st, it is coming up this next week, and that's why I'd like to why we invited her on today to be able to promote and talk about the whole thing. And we are booked up for the next month here with guests. We have a bunch of guests coming up for you over the next month. We have uh, Wine and War, which is next week, a uh, – uh, a, the, the directors yeah. of a movie movie called Wine and War. It's about making wine in Lebanon during war and conflict. And so that should be interesting. And then <laughs> the 15th, our guest is going to be Jim Lochran, I believe it's pronounced. I always, I want to say Lochran, but it's, he said it's Lochran. Oh, it looks like we <laughs> might have Amanda on, just called in there. Let me go... See if that is her and bring her in. Hello, Amanda. Welcome to All About Wine. Hi. How are you? Uh, Thanks for having me. Oh, it, it is a pleasure. I was uh, I was getting a little concerned. It was a few minutes there, and I'm going, oh, please don't forget. <laughs> if, if we miss you this week, it pretty much you know, wipes out the, the promos for your National Orange Week. We have here Amanda Govon, like I was telling you. She is the founder of National Orange Wine Day and Virtual Orange Wine Week. She is also the media producer of The Real House Wine. That's House Wine, W-I-N-E. Uh, she started <laughs> that in 2018. And uh, we're going to actually let Amanda talk a lot here and tell us about her background and how she got to be The Real House Wine and also about National Orange Day and Virtual Orange Week. So, you know, go, Amanda. Tell us how all this came about. Oh, all right. Well, I started blogging, you know, very, very innocently, you know, just as like a hobby um, with a friend in 2017. And about a year in, she decided that it really wasn't for her. And she left. And then at that point, I underwent like a total rebranding process. 
I renamed the blog. I, I made a new website. I redid all the social media channels and the real house wine was born. Oh. And pretty much like I, I write, I produce video content. Um, I interview people in the wine industry, like on video format. Um, I've definitely, I have done some consulting on the side for social media for, you know, a restaurant and a few other people. So I have a, like a lot of hats that I wear. <laughs> um, mm-hmm, event sounds production. Like yeah. Event production, things like that. Um, and that's pretty much the house wine side of it. And that's been since when in 2018, early, mid, late? Uh, July of 2018. So about the middle of 2018, you said that, so. Oh, very good. So it's been two years now, over two years, Majuna. Is that uh, a, a podcast weekly, or uh, what is your schedule on that? It's not a podcast. I don't pod. I, I should, oh. right? I feel like everybody pods now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I'm not a podcaster. Um, but, like, I'll, I don't really have a great schedule right now because of Virtual Orange Wine Week, but I, I usually under – ordinary circumstances i i post about like a few times a week maybe like three times a week um and then whenever i feature a wine or producer i always make sure that these producers have some level of commitment to environment environmental sustainability um natural or organic vineyard practices to me that is of the utmost importance oh very good yeah. yeah, that's yeah. that's that's a good thing. We've talked to quite a few over the years. We've talked to a lot of different uh, wineries that are really into the environmental uh, sustainability and biodynamic and uh, organic, all that areas and all. So there's uh, there's quite a few out there, and it's becoming the biodynamic movement seems to be coming stronger and stronger every year. So it, I think it's a good cause myself and. Uh, I'm glad to see that you're promoting that also. That's, you know, people become aware of it and they start looking for that stuff. Do you? Um, exactly. So it, it is a, uh, it, it is a blog that you do then? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have a blog. Um, so it's www.therealhousewine.com. Okay. And um, then of course I have the other webpage, which is my national orange wine day web webpage, which is, a whole other animal. <laughs> and that's what we're going to get into now. National Orange Wine Day, uh, October 6th, was originally started. And all of a sudden, boom, it's now a virtual Orange Wine Week. Uh, yeah. How, tell us how Orange Wine Day started. And, well, actually, describe to everyone what orange wine is. Orange wine is not, in, in this context anyway, is not wine made from the orange fruit. It's white wine grapes that have essentially been treated as if they are red wine grapes, meaning that the grape skins maintain contact with the juice during the fermentation process. So whenever you're drinking, let's say, a regular old Pinot Grigio or Sauvignon Blanc or a Chardonnay, more times than not, the skins are pressed off extremely early and there's no contact with the juice that ferments. So when you're drinking a, you know, a regular old white wine, you're drinking fermented grape juice. 
But when you're drinking a red wine or an orange wine, you're drinking grape juice that has had grape skin contact during the fermentation process. All right, very good. Now, the, can any white wine be an orange wine? Can we have an orange Chardonnay, an orange Pinot uh, Grigio, an orange Riesling? I mean, is it possible for any white wine to become an orange wine if made that way? Theoretically, yes. Um, some showcase better with skin contact than others. For example, the grape Ribola Gialla, that showcases absolutely beautifully with skin contact. So that's like an example where it, it really shows nicely. Um, but, you know, a lot of it depends on the terroir and the, the, the vineyard practices. You know, there's some non-organic or non-biodynamic orange wine producers out there. And then there's some who are like, I would say like 90% are like biodynamic, organic on some Really? It, I mean, it's, there, a lot of them are. And orange wine has a tendency to fall under that natural wine bubble. Again, not all the producers are, but many of them are. Well, that's probably, I'm, I'm seeing a lot lately. I, I do you know, a lot of research and look at a lot of wine stuff and articles. I'm seeing a lot more mentioned about orange wine and different things popping up here and there about orange wine but i never realized that it was such a slanted toward biodynamic or organic style until you just mentioned that uh, is the reason because of what i mean what what causes that i don't i think i don't really i don't, i can't tell you one reason but i have like i have a theory um, that's good i think yeah, my theory is, I don't know if you've ever heard of Jasko Grovner and um, Radican and those guys over in the Friuli region of Italy, but mm -hmm. Jasko Grovner was a winemaker, um, just like his father was, and he basically originally used to think, you know, bigger is better, I want it, you know, I want all this expensive machinery and everything, and on a trip to California, he was learning kind of like the American, the California way of like making wine. And then after that trip, quoted as having said, now I know exactly how not to make wine. And he, <laughs> yeah, he, he just like rebelled. He completely rebelled. Um, and, <laughs> and he got rid of all of his, mechanized equipment he went across to the country of georgia bought traditional georgian quevries which are mm -hmm. large clay earthen vessels um they, they call them amphoras in greece and they mm -hmm. they're buried under the ground and then the top is open and they're lined with beeswax and that was the fermentation vessel of choice because that's the most traditional and he rejected pesticide use and he rejected um, a, a lot of those industrial wine practices and he's biodynamic he truly does believe in the rhythms of the stars and the moon the full moon tonight um, you know right, yeah. when to plant yeah when to plant and when to prune and, and all that stuff um, so I think because he is credited with starting this movement along with um, Radican as well who's a, a neighbor of his 
I think that's why a lot of other winemakers kind of copied this, and it was just a trickle-down effect from there. Oh, yeah. We we talked quite a bit on the show here over the uh, over the years about biodynamic, and we talked to different wineries that are biodynamic, and it's, it's a completely different movement. And actually, uh, oh, geez, uh, organic uh, and biodynamic, and I'm trying to think that they've joined – joined together to form one organization. We talked to one of the directors, the head director of that, just, you know, within the past month and a half or so. And uh, they said that the the movement of biodynamic is really uh, moving forward. It's become so popular. And I think the uh, – because of biodynamic and orange wine and stuff like that, we might see – a big boost, a big jump in the orange wine out there. I, again, I'm seeing more and more of it, and that could be why. So, well, okay. Uh, I, I'm thinking out loud here. So, <laughs> so or, <laughs> And that's or, why you're a radio host. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Orange Wine Day, October 6th. Now, before it became Orange Wine Week or Virtual Orange Wine Week, Orange Wine mm-hmm. Day. Uh, why did you decide to do an orange wine day? That seems like a odd thing to pick up on. Yeah, yeah, sure. I, I would agree with that. Um, so the story goes, one night I was maybe one or two glasses of wine in, maybe, um, <laughs> and I was just, <laughs> and I was just uh-huh. noticing um, that there was all these wine holidays, right? Like Rosé oh, yeah. Day, yeah, Chardonnay yeah. Day, um, Pinot Noir Cabernet Day, Sauvignon Day, and oh, Pinot you know. Noir Day, yeah, and, yeah. On, yeah. And on and on and on, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Prosecco Day. I mean, you name it, it has a day. It but does, then, yeah. Yeah, but then I'm going through the list of all these wine holidays, and I'm like, hey, wait, why doesn't orange wine have a day? And so I'm like, well, that's not fair. Like, this style of wine can be traced back some six to 8,000 years ago. It's older wow. than all of this. So why on earth doesn't it have its own day? So I found the website where you can submit for national days. And it's called the National Day Registry. And oh. you have to, yeah, and you have to um, write an essay and answer a bunch of questions as to why you think that this day is important. And so, you know, like I said, two glasses of wine in, I, I went ahead and I did it. So, All right. and I submitted it. Yeah, I submitted it. Months and months and months go by, and I'm just like, <laughs> meh. I mean, nothing, nothing's going to happen, because, like, you know, in life, like, nothing ever works out sometimes, right? So, yeah, that's right. literally... Um, yeah, like I never huh. win anything. Um, literally a, a month before the event is supposed to go live, I get an email from Alice. Her name is Alice. And Alice is just like, hello, Amanda, in the email. Um, congratulations. Your national day has been approved. And I agree. My heart rate must have gone up to like 150. I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, like I could not even believe that this happened. And then, and then after the initial excitement, it all kind of like sunk in, and I'm just like, wow, 
wow, I found it a national day. Oh, wait, whoa. Uh, uh, I, now we're under. Wait, I, wait, wasn't prepared for this. I found it a national day. Yeah, what do I do now? <laughs> yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So just wasn't expecting that. So um, the first year was kind of kind of small, kind of low-key. Um, I held it at Ruffian in Manhattan. And Ruffian is a wine bar that also mm-hmm. serves food, pretty good food, actually. Yeah, um, and they, good reputation, yeah. Yes, yes, very good. Um, and they have a tremendous selection of orange wine. So I felt like mm. it was the perfect spot to host that event. And it was mostly like some of my family came and a writer from Vine Pair and a few other like blogger, wine blogger type people. So it was a small group. Um, I had a great time. And that was the first year. And then what, what it was year? Just like, what year was, was that? 2018. That was okay. So two years ago. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then I was like, kind of like, hmm, I don't really know. Like, what should I do like next year? Like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I'll do anything. You know, like I was, I was just like kind of not really uh, sure of my place in all of no, this, if that makes any sense. You created a holiday with orange wine and you're not sure if you're going to do anything with it? Well, no, it was like, how do I explain this? Like putting everything together is a lot. And yeah, I yeah, am it's, one, it's work. Yeah, and, yeah, it's a lot. And I am like one person. So I was kind of just like, oh, I don't know. I don't think people are interested. Like, I, you know what I mean? I felt like slightly discouraged um, for 2019. But then um, Gary from Bottle Rocket um, in the Flatiron District of Manhattan, he reached out to me and was just like, hey, do you want to do something for National Orange Wine Day? And I'm just like... <laughs> Yeah, sure. Like, so yeah. I ended up doing, yeah, I mean, it kind of just like fell into my lap because I was kind of feeling like a little bit discouraged in 2019, like not really sure what to do with it. Um, so that was, that was kind of great because it kind of, it kind of gave me the motivation to start virtual orange wine week, which I'll get to in a little bit. Um, so the second year, 2019, it was at Bottle Rocket, um, a few of the um, importers came and they brought different wines. Um, Eclecticon, which is a Greek um, wine importer, um, mm. and like two other, I do not recall who they were, but the wines were good. Um, they were there. And then I also just had like a bunch of like free stuff for people, like coasters and, and different buttons and stickers and like things like just like fun things for them to take. Um, and I think it was a success and like a lot of people came in and out of the store and it was a lot of fun. So then after that, I'm just like, Oh, okay. Like people, people are interested in orange wine. Like there, there is some hope for this. And I was like contemplating what to do next year. And I'm just like, you know what? I feel like a day is just not enough. Uh I think we need an entire week. So, Uh Oh, well, now, is, um, Cabernet Sauvignon yeah. only gets one day, and Pinot Noir and Chardonnay only get one day. But now you're going to give orange wine a whole week. Yeah, because it deserves it. 
right. All right. Go on. I just, you know, all these wineries, all these wines, they only get one day, but this orange wine is going to get a week now. Well, that's, that's good for Yeah, you. it's going to get a whole week. But, you know, Cabernet yeah. Sauvignon is like a great variety. Orange wine is like covering an entire, it's an entire color of wine, just like rosé yeah, yeah. or it red wine, different. right? So, You're right. Yeah. 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 Extremely diverse. Extremely mm-hmm. diverse. So you can't try orange wine once and be like, all right, I'm good. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I tried yeah, right. yeah. We're good here. Uh, yeah. I tried diverse. Cabernet. I know what that's like now. Yeah, it's orange wine. It's, you know, it's, it's got quite a quite an array of wines there. Yes, that's true. Yes, absolutely. I mean, you have some very um, interesting and, and almost, I almost want to say like primal-like wines like from, from the Friuli region. And then you have these kind of like bright, zippy, acidic, super fresh, you know, young style wines that are kind of like meant to sell like this year, you know? So it's right. super diverse. Um, so okay. originally so virtual you know, orange wine week. What now? Sorry. I, I'm not to interrupt, you know, because you uh, you were talking about it there, but, you know, all of a sudden we're going to give orange wine a week here. So I understand your reasoning now. Go So go on. Sorry about interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> yeah. Um, so originally I wanted to do an entire week-long series of events in person, preferably wow. within New York City area, but mm-hmm. unless – You've been living under a rock. <laughs> coronavirus, coronavirus hit, so that just was not a possibility. Put a big old halt on that, real quick. Yes. 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 Exactly. So, a part of me was just like, "Oh man, like I really, I really wanted to do something this year. Like, let me think. Let me like, let me just like go back into my turtle shell and like rethink things." <laughs> so. I finally was just like, you know what? Virtual events are are a thing, and they're, I definitely think they're here to stay for oh, a yeah. long time. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And, and a lot of I the PR so. companies, yeah, the PR companies are like, oh, join this virtual event. We'll send you the wine. Join this virtual event. We'll send you the wine. And nice. I was just like, yeah, you know what? This is this is the direction we're going to go. So I, I I lined up all the events. I contacted people to be instructors. I contacted people to host the events. I contacted producers and virtual um, wine shops. And I got in touch with Mateja Grabner and like Jenny <laughs> Francois. I'm sorry, Jenny Lefcourt. And I'm just like, all right, you guys want to be a part of this? <laughs> yeah, we're all set. So, yeah, it was a lot of work, a lot of work. But, you know, everything will come together next week. I'm so excited. Yeah, it, it sounds sounds like it's going to be. I, these people you mentioned here, uh, I, I have the panel list in front of me, but I'll let you say who they are and why they are important within the orange wine trade. Uh, uh, Mahita uh, Grabner, is it? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, she, um, yeah. Go on. I, yes, yeah. She, okay. So, Mateja Grabner, she is the daughter of Yasko Grabner. So Yasko uh-huh. Grabner is the man who's credited with basically the, you know, the renaissance of the orange wine movement. Uh-huh. You know, it, it went, yeah, it went kind of 
dark for a while, especially with um, the Soviet control over a lot of these Eastern European countries. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so, so that skin contact, that um, quevery usage, that is like a traditional thing in Eastern Europe, particularly Georgia. But then once Soviet rule happened, you had the USSR, they were mandated to make wine a certain way or produce certain crops because that's uh-huh. what the U.S. You that's know what, what Russia did. That's what, yeah. Yes, that's, and that's just how they did it. So, you know, there, there were still kind of like these underground winemakers who are still doing things the traditional way, kind of in secrecy. So the, the tradition was never truly lost. Um, but, but it's just, yeah, if you were, if you get any of you out there are curious to learn more about this, um, there's a book by Simon J. Wolf. It's called Amber Revolution. And it really just, it, it's the story of basically wine as a form of rebellion and how orange wine came to be as it presently is. It's, it's a great book. I highly recommend that everyone reads it. And Simon is also teaching the orange wine masterclass. Oh, and he's on the good. trade panel. Yeah. And he's on the trade panel. All right. Is uh, yeah. I, I'm I don't know if you know or not, but is called it amber available through uh, 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 all outlets, uh, or is is it just through the author? So I mean, like Amazon pretty, and stuff like that. Yeah, he's pretty well distributed. Um, okay. If you attend the master class, you also get the updated ebook included in the price of admission. Oh, well, there you go. All right. Yep. Oh, that, sounds, yep, yep. that sounds good. And then, uh, so you just mentioned Simon, Simon Wolf, who does the documentary and, uh, you know, part of the Amber Wine Revolution. Uh, Doreen Winkler is also an author. Uh, no, so Doreen's so cool. Doreen's one of my good friends. I literally was just on the phone with her. Uh-huh. Like maybe an hour, yeah, like an hour and a half ago. But yeah, she's one of my good friends. Um, she is what I like to call a natural wine sommelier. That is her specialty area. Um, so she's uh-huh. a certified sommelier. And for quite a few years, she's had this dream, because she loves orange wine, to start an orange wine club, an orange wine ah. subscription service. Yes. Um, it's called Orange Glue. And you don't necessarily have to be part of the subscription to get wine through her. She has, like, one-time packages that you can purchase. Um, and prior to COVID, she was hosting events on the first Monday of the month oh, wow. um, in New York City. Yeah, and they were, like, orange wine events, and they were really, really fun. So hopefully oh. we can get back to that sooner rather than later. Yeah, sooner rather than later. You're right. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. yeah. So um, that's so because of her extensive knowledge and passion for orange wines. I mean, she knows a lot about the the winemaking processes and everything. Especially um, as a sommelier, you know her her knowledge of like what the consumers want, as well as misconceptions that consumers may have. Um, right. She, I I felt like she was so important to have on the panel. And then Jenny uh, Lefcourt. Yes, Jenny Lefcourt is an amazing person, first of all. (laughs) Like, (laughs) she's she's just one of those people, like, you know how sometimes you're having a conversation with somebody and you're like, I'm not actually sure if this person is listening to me. Jenny actually listens to you. (laughs) Like, like, 
No, I mean, like, she really, no, she really does. Like, she's such a, like, an amazing person. Like, when you have a conversation to her and you're telling her something, like, she, she actually listens to you, which is an amazing, beautiful quality in a person, I think. It you is. know? Yes, it is. Yeah. 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 So, Jenny, Jenny, Jenny Leftcourt um, is the owner of Jenny and Francois Selections. She actually bought her ex-husband's share of the company because the two of them started it together um, ah. back in 2013. So she is, oh, wow. she is it. She is the boss lady. And originally um, Jenny, this was like a side hustle for her. She was in France getting her PhD in French literature and film, you know, wow. <laughs> living her days in Paris and, um, <laughs> She she kind of got the wine bug, like I guess all of us here have. Oh, in and Paris, she, how can you help it? Yeah, yeah. How can you help but not get the wine yes. bug? I mean, yeah, exactly. Exactly. She discovered yeah. natural wine in France, and it, like a little side hustle, she she vividly remembers getting on a plane with her wine and trying to put the wine under the seat in front of her to bring it back to New York. So, you know, it, 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 yeah, it started out pretty small, um, but it, it, it used to be just like a Paris to New York connection. And now you can get Jenny Francois selections all over the United States. I want to say 45 um, states, but, but don't quote me on it. I think wow. it's 45. Yeah. And she used to just do French wine, but now she's branched out to, to so many different natural wines. I mean, she has, Austrian and, and California. She has donkey and goat. Um, so she's, she's really amazing. Um, she's actually doing another event with us with Blaine Ashley, who is the founder of New York Champagne Week and the Fizz's Females events. And wow. it's on Tuesday, um, actually National Orange Wine Day. So Tuesday the 6th at 8 p.m. It's a $15 admission. And it's it's a really amazing thing, particularly if, if someone's a woman in the wine industry, because Jenny's story is just amazing. I mean, she is the first, the first female importer like ever to the United States really? and yeah. arguably, yes. And arguably the, the first natural wine importer, like exclusively natural wine importer. So she's, she's an amazing person. I, I hope some of these listeners tune in on Tuesday for that event. I'm really excited for that as well as the trade panel um, Wednesday morning. So the people you just mentioned and uh, the fifth one on the panel, you uh, are going to do uh, just one trade panel through, uh, through orange wine, a virtual orange wine week? Are you going to have numerous different events or what's going to happen on natural uh, on the virtual orange wine week? So yeah, virtual orange wine week, I think is about 10 events right now. Oh, um, wow. All throughout. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, so about 10 events throughout the week. Do you want like the whole schedule? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll throw it out there. Yeah. Let, let people hear about it. You know, I mean, you know, get people excited about this. Yeah. Okay. So for all the newbies, and I would say, um, you know, people who maybe don't have a ton of wine knowledge, I have an Orange Wine 101 class with Charles Springfield. Um, Charles Springfield is a certified sommelier. He's an author. He's written two books, and he's also an educator 
with the Sommelier Society of America and recently featured in Wine Spectator. So oh. we love wow. we love Charles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then our retail partner for that is Misa. So it's www.misa.wine. And that's a online natural wine retailer. It might be uh, maybe a little late to get the wine unless you get it rushed. I actually was able to get mine in like three days. Um, but you're but right there, though. Wine. Um, actually, I live in Pennsylvania now. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well. Yeah. So, moved. My husband got a job here. <laughs> yeah. So you, you're, yeah. You're, you're where now? I'm sorry. I'm in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania right now. Yeah, I Pittsburgh. used to live in New Jersey, not too far away from Manhattan, but um, I'm in Pittsburgh now for at least oh. the next nine months. Oh, yep. okay. So, well, yep, I, yep, yep. you were you were across the uh, living center somewhere around there in New Jersey, I would bet. Then, um, County. No, Monmouth County, which you know is right there. Yeah. Um, yes. so, so, oh, so you're in Pennsylvania? Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, you're still close, though. I mean, you can drive it and with Six a good tail, <laughs> with a good tailwind, five and a half. Yeah, exactly. Can't tailwind is essential. You must yes, have a good tailwind. Yeah, yes, yes, you, you exactly. must have to get it there. Yeah. So, yeah. so, uh, so, wine one hundred and one that is being offered on what day? Our so, orange, orange wine one hundred and one. Orange Wine 101 is um, on the 6th, which is the Tuesday, and that's $25 admission. And um, Charles will teach a 90-minute class on uh-huh. the Orange Wine Basics. He'll also cover, like, wine basics, just because this class is it's really geared for people who don't have a tremendous amount of wine knowledge. And that's okay. Like, it's not a bad oh, yeah. thing. It's okay. Yeah. That's what this program's um, all about. Then, you know, it, so. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Um, directly following that event is the Denny Lefcourt event. It's called the Queen of Vin au Naturel, and um, $15 admission. So if you just want to show up for the event, it's it's $15 to join. If you live in the New York City area, there are wine packages available that you can get at Henry's in Brooklyn, um, oh. but it's not it's not required to attend the event. Uh-huh. And then we are going to be going into Wednesday, which is now my trade day. So that's all the wine trade events. So at 9 a.m. Eastern time is the very first ever virtual orange wine trade panel. And uh-huh. th- that, yeah, those are the people that's that we were all the people talking we just, about. Uh-huh. Yep. Very good. And, um, and that's it. We're, we're probably going to make that event like two, two and a half hours um, okay. because there's just like so much to talk about. <laughs> well, I can imagine each and every one of them could probably talk two, two and a half hours. So, you know, I, it may even go longer than that, I would guess. Yeah. So I have to, I have to moderate. I have to make sure we, we keep the <laughs> schedule and yeah. I will be the moderator. Um, so that one's that one's a good one that one's that one's free to join if you're in the wine trade so if you just go to the website you go to the trade tab you just rsvp so i have your email and i can send the link um after that event at two o'clock is the austrian orange wine event with um wines of austria and pascaline le petiter she's that famous french 
um, master sommelier. She is teaching oh. that class, and that's about an hour long. It's free to join if you're a trade member. It's 10 bucks if you're a consumer. Mm-hmm. And then after that, <laughs> but wait, there's more. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> is the um, online marketing for natural wines with one of our our wine retail partners, Amisa. So that's at 4 o'clock Eastern time on October the 7th. Okay, the reason why Amisa is teaching this class is because their online marketing is amazing. It's absolutely Uh amazing. They, let me tell you, I see their ads all the time. They have like video ads. They have like the most adorable logo ever. So if you're a <laughs> member of the trade, they I gotta give credit when credit's due. It's that's the most right. adorable that's logo right. ever. <laughs> yes, oh, by all means, by all means, yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's like marketing 101. Like you see, I noticed oh, yeah. that, right? If I you have a good, good logo, then it catches an eye, and people associate Nike and uh, Adidas. There's, you know, I mean McDonald's. That, Exactly. Good logos. I, yeah, swoosh, swoosh. Exactly, Nike. Swoosh. Yeah. Yeah. So good so logos definitely, are important. They are so important, so important. So definitely if you're a if you're a member of the trade and you kind of want to up your marketing a little bit, especially with social media, because social media is like so important now, that is a good one to attend. It's, it's free to trade. Or even if you're like a, a blogger or a podcaster and you talk about wine, I consider you trade. Okay, good, because I'll have to sign up for yeah. a couple of these. I, I was looking yeah. at these, and I think it might be interesting. and So I'll have to go in and sign up for these and, and listen to these things. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then after a long day of trade events, there is a trivia night. So I've partnered oh. with a – yeah, I've partnered with a wine educator. Her name is Amy. And on her Facebook page, Amy on Cloud Wine – will be hosting the event and it, it's like it's like fun trivia. It's not meant to embarrass anybody, but we are giving <laughs> away prizes. Oh wow. So that is gonna be a fun one to go to if you want to win some prizes. There you go. Yep. And then and then there's no no cost for that. No, it's on Facebook, so good. Yeah. Totally free. Facebook Live. Yeah, a lot of events are, are pretty free or like low cost for the most part. Um yeah. Thursday is the Orange Wine Masterclass with Simon, where the admission gets you the ebook. It might be a little late to get the wines for this class. Um, you could try try rush order, and then the retail partner for that is Primal Wine, so PrimalWines.com, and uh, they've been really great um, working with them. Um, after or that, even immediately- possibly local wine stores or something too might have some some wines available. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you, I, I give the list of the wines in the event listing. So if somebody does have like a natural wine shop nearby, like me, I know there's a few in Miami, there's one in Orlando, there's a bunch of them in New York, Northern Jersey, um, Pittsburgh. Like I know they're out there. Not Pittsburgh. Yeah, they're no. speckled all over the no, country. No, never mind. <laughs> but yeah, you know what I mean. Chicago, yeah. Chicago. Sorry, that's what I meant. Chicago. Um, so, yeah, that you can totally try and see if you can find some of these wines at your local shop so you can support your small business. Um, there you go. But anyways, yep. immediately following the master class is the plant-based orange wine virtual class um, hosted by Francis Gonzalez. 
and she's the founder of Vegan Wine um, and Despacito Imports. So oh. what's, what's a plant-based wine? Like, what is that? So basically, I mean, non-plant-based wines may potentially have animal products in the fertilizers. They may potentially use fining agents like gelatin or, you, you know, Egg other no. No. less savory-sounding fining agents that would not technically be permitted on a, a plant-based diet or a vegetarian or a vegan diet. So that's just like a little bit of education on that. And then there is, it, it's completely free to attend. You just need to register. There is a wine package associated with that one as well that you get directly through vegan wines. Um, mm-hmm. Again, rush shipping, you may or may not get the wine in time, but there are some nice wines. I have them actually here at home. There's one from Chile. And then there's two from Italy. Um, all oh. in contact, and I I can't wait to pop those open. Honestly, they look so good. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. And then we're still going. Um, Friday, we're gonna start to unwind a little bit. Um, we have a Vino Vinyasa Orange Wine Yoga Flow. This is also free to attend and register, so we can kind of, you know, relax learn about orange wine the sponsor for this event is scarbolo um scarbolo is a freelian producer they make a lot of like pinot grigio um and they have a romato as well as one with a little bit more skin contact than their regular romato so mattia the son of the um the guy who's you know i forgot his name but mattia he's like He's the son. He's kind of like taking over like the business end of the business, you know, his, his family's business. He, he was in New York for a little while. I want to say on wall street, if I'm not mistaken, oh. finance or something. Yeah. He's a young guy though. He's really young. Um, so he's going to be popping in for that and explaining the wines. And I'm really excited for that one. I could definitely use some yoga after all of this. <laughs> like, like after days of this, I totally will need the yoga. Yeah, wine yoga, that's always good. Always good, yes. Yes, yeah. namaste for some wine. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then we got to burn, we got to burn off all this wine that we drank all week. And on right. Saturday at 1230 Eastern time is the hashtag earn your wine workout with Fit Wino. She's a professional trainer, fitness professional, um, and she's going to take us through like a 20-minute workout on Instagram Live, so free to attend. And then for like the last couple minutes, I'll just pop on. I'll explain, you know, what orange wines are, you know, because a lot of her following, I don't, they don't think they really know too much about orange wine, so that's just another great opportunity to reach people and, you know, explain about orange wine and let them know that, hey, it doesn't come from the fruit, oranges. It comes from the white grapes. There you go. Yeah, uh, white wine grapes. When I had my winery, uh, I made an orange wine, though, a true orange wine. I would ferment oranges and blend it with white <laughs> grapes and call it, you know, and it was orange. It was a light orange and had <laughs> into orange in it so when you talk about orange wines i immediately think okay it's not what i made this is the other orange wine this is the real one <laughs> so uh well, it sounds like an exciting week of stuff you're going to be busy all week long on this uh starting yeah. on actual <laughs> orange wine day 
and going from there. Uh, but yeah. I, I I noticed you were a nurse before yeah. you decided mm-hmm. to change your whole life and become involved with wine, which it does not exclude being a nurse, but, you know, you, uh, I, you know, I can understand getting into wine, but, uh, uh, what area of nursing were you in? What, what did you do? And, and are you happy that you switched over and, and now are the real house wine? I mean, it, it just seems like a big switch there. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say that nursing is necessarily not in my future again. I, I'm still keeping an open mind about things. You never know what will happen. Um, uh-huh. Right now, deep down inside of myself, I really want to just, I just want to pursue wine and I, I want to see where it goes. Um, but, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't necessarily discount from working as a nurse ever, ever again. Um, because nursing is a great profession. My mom is a nurse. Hopefully she's listening right now. Um, my aunt is a nurse. So we have a lot wow. of healthcare professionals in my family. And um, we we all went through the ringer when um, coronavirus hit New Jersey. <laughs> so, oh, I can imagine. Yeah, at that time, yeah, at that time it was it was really hard. Um, it, it was, it was kind of crazy. But um, the type of nursing that I was doing um, – was actually I I I used to deliver babies. Um, Did you? And then yeah, and then I went to maternity. Um, so that's like after the the woman has the baby, and I really enjoyed working in the nursery too. Because I mean, uh, who doesn't like babies? Babies are great. Yeah, <laughs> really, you know, babies are all you know, especially if you're a nurse and you can say, "Here, mommy, take it home." You know, I mean, it's just exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the best part. Of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. But all the like, babies were were beautiful and perfect and adorable, and no, I really, I really did enjoy that part. Um, but you know, I just, I just had this, this, this. I don't know. It's like this weird calling. Like I had to answer, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's just, it, it, you know, you, you can be a nurse and enjoy wine. And I'm sure a lot of nurses do, but to say, okay, oh, yeah. I'm not going to be nursing anymore. I'm going to pursue wine. And that just seems like a, a an, an odd transition, if you will. So. Sure. It's not like I was working in media and PR for, a restaurant and then decided to go to wine like this is like right. extremely yeah. like there's a lot of like pol- polarity here they're they're very very different yes. um but i'm gonna tell you what um a lot of the wine industry is not it's sales and it's also um customer service oh, and, yeah. and believe it or not nursing is customer service heavy like people don't realize the extensive amount of customer service, give them the pickle type of training that I have had. It is insane. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I never thought about that so much. I mean, I can. Yeah. And people don't realize that. And I've been on job interviews and I'm just like, give them the pickle. Like, do, do you guys know what I'm talking about? Customer service training videos. Like I've, I have been trained. <laughs> the yeah. customer is always, always right. Yeah. Yeah. And as a nurse, I never never thought of that because you don't look at nurses as that. But then when you start putting in the 
aspect that it is customer service, it really does fit. The whole profession really fits into that customer service category. Hmm. Well, thank you for opening my eyes yeah. to that. I never realized. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's part of the onboarding process as well as sometimes required, um, required training while you're working for an organization. Yeah, because uh, we, uh, my mother-in-law uh, lives with us, and she has home health care nurses come in, and it mm-hmm. really is a, a lot of customer service when they come in here. I mean, the things they do is yes. just, you know, the things they do aren't really hard or anything, but she loves to see them come in, and she loves to work with them and all that, and that's really, you know, just all the customer service aspect of it. Huh, interesting, interesting. So, yes, yeah. yes. A lot of people don't even, they don't even make the connection. And, and why would they? Because nurses are just so good at it. You don't even realize <laughs> yeah, they're that I, good at customer service. <laughs> I never did until uh, until you just mentioned it. Wow, I that was an ed, a quick education for me on that. Oh, very good. Yeah. So if so, any industry people are out there and they get an application from a nurse, know that she has exceptional customer service skills. I mean, people are, are at their worst when they're in the hospital. Like, they are not having a good day. And no. I think nurses, yeah, they're having the worst day ever. So uh, yeah. for a nurse to be able to handle that with such grace, now that is some customer service right there. That is. You're absolutely right. Yeah. It, it reminds me, a, a few years ago, my daughter works for an airline, and a few years ago, she said, Dad, I think I want to become a nurse because I'm getting so tired of the people at the airport. I said, no, 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 wait a minute. <laughs> Before you make that type of transition, look what nurses do. They deal with people every day, and they're sick. So, you know, it's... Uh, yeah, they're uh, having big, a bad day. Yes, yeah, a big big difference there. So, well, well that's interesting. I'll have to, I'll have to keep that in mind. So, orange... Wine. This is uh, seems to be the new thing here, and you're gonna have to be sure it's on the calendars. I mean, I pick up calendars and I see National Cabernet Sauvignon Day, and I see National This and National That. You're definitely gonna have to get National Orange Wine Day, or be it Orange Wine, Virtual Orange Wine Week, if they will do that on calendars, because people are gonna have to do it. And I will continuously. I'll make a note on mine so I can bring it up every year, too. I actually, you know, I'll make a note of it here in the next year. We'll get you back on and have you promote it again. Okay, I'll come back. Yeah, well, (laughs) you know, I mean, yeah, there's no no reason not to promote it every year. I mean, it's just you got a a lot of stuff there. Um, Mike, is there anything that you would like to ask Amanda or any comments or questions? Something uh, earlier you had talked about was, um, I have to make sure I'm close enough to this thing, that uh, you were talking about biodynamics. And, and Ron, I think you, you touched on one of the guests that we had, um, and I'm not sure if you mentioned the name because I was looking them up. Uh, July July uh, sometime, uh, Rudy uh, Marchese? Marchese? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He was, he's uh, uh, on here. Um, yeah. and, and we talked to him for a show and it, that was, it was great. I think we learned, we both were kind of in shock after the show thinking, wow, I didn't know that about, you know, biodynamics and all that. Um, and then, uh, okay. So as a question, I just want to throw that out there. Hey, Rudy. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Rudy. You know, the, 
it. <laughs> Besides mm-hmm. the uh, jealousy from from the un- other you know single day wines that only have one day, where do you see uh, Orange Wine Day or, or or virtual Orange Wine Week? Like any roadmap or plans in the future? Let, let's say five years down the road. I mean, are you are you planning on anything anything that you that you have in mind or, or where you want to see this go? I mean, how far? Okay. So yes, I, I do have a plan for sure. Um, so I would say my immediate next year plan, I want to do in-person events like I had originally planned, um, hopefully within the New York City market. The five-year long-term plan is I would like you know, major cities around America to also get involved and host, host their own events that are either a national orange wine day event, like a, an official national orange wine day event, or, you know, part of the vir- not wouldn't be virtual then it would just be orange wine week, orange wine week umbrella of events. So I definitely, I have plans for a national takeover for sure. <laughs> Very good. Is it Very good. On, on the same days or is it going to change? Uh, you know, it's October 6th this year. Does it, is it, because of the day itself or the, or the date is pretty much reserved uh, every October 6th now for the day? Um, so, yes, the day is um, – so if you, if you were to Google it, National Orange Wine Day, um, it'll pop up with the National Day Registry. So, yes, it is a fixed day. It's October the 6th annually. Um, and then the okay. week was just kind of like an extension of it this year. I could theoretically reschedule the week, but I just felt like it was – um, fitting and proper to just have it coincide with National Orange Wine Day this year. No. Did you choose the date, or was that part of the uh, – they gave it to you when you asked for a national day? So, no, no, I chose the date, and I'm going to tell you okay. why. So, October is – I mean, it's kind of a given. When I think of October, I think of, you know, foliage and orange and pumpkins and, and things like that. So <laughs> yeah, it's right. oh, yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. So October was a given. Now the number six is actually very important because in traditional Georgian Quevri wines, the grapes spend six months on the skins. Ah. Like the number six is important there. Uh-huh. So October becomes just because it's such a beautiful time of year, and the six is because it is six months on the skin, so we got October the 6th. All right, so that that's a good reason for October the 6th. And there's nothing else happening around this particular week anyway, so that's a, another good reason. So you're not overshadowed by any other events or anything, so... No, no. I mean, some people might suggest that because raw wine is usually, um, it's like that first week in November, last week in October, around around there um, in New York, that I should um, have it then. But I, I chose not to um, because Black Lamb Imports, they, they host like a, a week of orange wine that same week and I didn't want oh, did to oh. yes I didn't want to step on anybody's toes I didn't want to 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, like I didn't want to cause any problems. So I called it virtual orange wine week this year. I had it a, a completely different week and everything. So just so there's no conflict or problems or, you know what I mean? Like, I want everybody to be friends. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, and and you're looking at five years of being out there and doing this in person, but you've established this virtual Orange Wine Week. You you cannot abandon your virtual events. They're there. You're establishing them. And so even if you do expand out in person, you're still, I would think, still have to have your virtual events if only just a few of them throughout the week. Right. I, I definitely agree with you. And I do think virtual events have, they have integrated the wine industry and they're not, not going anywhere. <laughs> no, by all means, they're not. I mean, it's, I've talked a lot about how, you know, the virtual tastings and everything are going on all the time now. So it's, and they like it. The wineries like it. So yeah, it's the new, it's definitely. the new, new normal, it seems like in, in wine now in wineries. Uh, any other questions, Mike? That was that was good. Any others? I think I'm good. Yeah, everything's everything's good. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Well, uh, so Amanda, give us contacts, give us emails, give us phone numbers, give us any information so people can start following next week and tune in next week. Can get a hold of you at any time. They can follow your uh, your blog, uh, all the information that you want to throw out there so everyone can have contact or emails or phones or whatever uh, for the listeners. Sure, yeah. Um, so if you are interested in any of the Virtual Orange Wine Week events, you just very simply go to www.nationalorangewineday.com org org um, and then under the events tab is all the events for consumers and then under the trade tab is all the events for the trade um, oh. there's also a shop with um with like apparel and things like that that's you know it's just just something a little extra just to have uh-huh. uh, yeah and then there's also an education section um so i have like a wine glossary there um, you know, information about biodynamics, what it is, more information about orange wine. And then there's like a few guest blog posts on there as well. Um, if you want to contact me directly, you can email me. So I'm Amanda at therealhousewine.com. So Amanda at therealhousewine.com. That's my email address. Um, and you can also follow on social media. So on Twitter and Facebook, I'm Real House Wine on Instagram. I'm the Real House Wine at the Real House Wine, and then the Orange Wine account on all social media platforms is Orange Wine Time. Orange Wine Time on Facebook and on Instagram and on Twitter. So what I might happens? even have a Pinterest account, but I don't really use it. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I have to ask, the, the Real House Wine, how did that name come about? Oh, boy. I mean, there's kind of like a multitude of levels to that, but I only <laughs> drink I only drink real wine, okay? I don't drink boxed barefoot. That is not real wine. So, you know, <laughs> okay, that, that's, I, that is a wine 
product. <laughs> so yeah, um, there's that's that's one part of it. Um, and then like you know, I, I originally I it was kind of like a a bit of a of a satire on the Real Housewives, like the oh yeah, show. It, it's obvious. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you look at the logo, it's it's, it's quite similar. But um, <laughs> but yeah, and I, and like, I used to watch a lot but not as not as much I still do just just not as much and please forgive me for having such lowbrow <laughs> interest in yeah. entertainment yeah <laughs> oh, it, it, it works you know as long as it works that's great yeah <laughs> well I just wanted to I mean the first thing I did notice it was the uh, uh the similarities between the uh, real housewife and and I was going well is was there a reason for that? But I guess it's yeah. just, yeah, it's just a, Hey, now, look at I this. Guess, um, <laughs> I guess now coincidentally, I am technically a housewife because yeah. I'm not, I'm not currently working as a nurse. So it's, I, I guess technically I would be a housewife, but I'm working what? pretty hard on. You're working on, hard. On you have a wine week. Yeah. yeah I, I am working hard. <laughs> You're working hard on this. So, you know, you know, to take credit where it's due. So, all right. This is it's it's been great and I tell you I am going to sign up for a couple of these. Uh the oh, orange okay. wine panel. I I will get uh get my uh R S V P ticket and uh tune into that. That sounds like that could be interesting and a couple of others. So I'm looking forward to it and any of the listeners out there, I hope you all take advantage of it too, because this, this sounds Educational, just not because it's just orange, but because the the knowledge that's going to be shared during this next week is going to be phenomenal. So anyone who's interested and wants to pursue some information and knowledge, this is a great way to do it. And uh, so uh, do that. And Amanda, thank you so very much for taking the time to join us. it, it was very informative and a lot of fun. And I will definitely make a note here. Mike and I will make a note and we will call you next year and we'll I'll be in touch next year and have you join us next year to promote the 2021 orange wine week. So uh, we'll look forward to that too. Yeah. Ron, Mike, it was an absolute pleasure to meet the two of you. Thank you so much for having me. I had a great time. I can't oh, wait great. to do this again next year. <laughs> we are already looking forward to it, actually. And then, uh, in fact, I might get a hold of you through email and ask, you know, in a week or two, ask how this next week went and if you survived and all that stuff. So, well, that, that, that is that, that remains to be seen. <laughs> but, <laughs> and whether or not I survive, but <laughs> yeah, that's it. I, I just want to be sure you're still alive after next week. <laughs> <laughs> so, so again, thank you very much. Have yourself a great evening, and uh, uh, we'll uh, we'll be in contact. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Ron. Have a great evening. <laughs> you too. Now. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. All right. Where's our uh, people are frozen in the back? There they are. There they, they are. Well. They were drinking. They, um, you know, and they, if uh, any Chardonnay growers or any Chardonnay uh, or other other wines that only have one day want to write and you know 
Yeah, we will. <laughs> we will give equal we will time. <laughs> <laughs> we, will, we will pour in any of your complaints about not having a full week. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I that's what I said on there. I mean, you see, you know, orange wines got a whole week, and Cabernet Sauvignon, and Chardonnay, and all these only have one day. I mean, you know, you know. So if any of you, any Cabernet Sauvignons out there, or, or Pinot Noirs, or any of those who only have one day, you know, one equal time, then let us know, and we'll we'll give you equal <laughs> give you equal time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. that was fun. That that should be fun. I I am going to check out some of those things. I'll have to put in my request yeah. for a, a pass and about it. Uh, maybe some of it next week. I don't know. Uh, next yeah. week we have a next week we have a guest. Uh, yeah, the, I think yes, we have uh, actually the guest next week should be should be interesting. Let me find a little bit and tell you all. Give you a little. Oh, the co-director. Yeah. Yeah. Mark Johnson and Mark yeah. Yeah. They are uh, uh, filmmakers. Yeah. The yep. day before the movie opens, it's uh, Mark Johnson, Mark Ryan, possibly Michael Karam, who uh, wrote the book Wines of Lebanon. And Mark Johnson mm-hmm. and Mark Ryan are the co-directors of the movie Wines of Lebanon. And yep. It's a uh, uh, about making wine and growing grapes and all that during uh, the wars and conflicts in Lebanon and how the winemakers did it. So it should be yeah. interesting. I mean, it uh, we get to find out what you know what brought about the book and and how the Mark and Mark, which should be fun. Hey, Mark, oh, what you know. Um, but uh, find out uh, about who's in it and all that stuff. And it opens the next day. It opens at theaters on the 9th. So that's why we want to get them on on the 8th to promote a little bit about the movie. So that will be on next week. So we are definitely looking forward to that now, too. So yeah. tune in next week for that. Yeah. Um we will be on live at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Let me close out the chats here. I don't see anybody on here. Um, all right. And unless you have anything else to add for tonight's show. I, just, I, I do. I, I want to, you know, there are wineries that are being affected by the fires out in Napa. I have not seen a list or anything of what the wineries are. If I do find them, I will try to post something on Facebook if I find out a list of them are who's been affected. I would try to put it up on Facebook, but there are some wineries that have been affected out there from the fires. And so, uh, serious stuff. Okay. We will, uh, close out the show for this week and uh, thank you all very much for tuning in as always. And, uh, whether it's uh, live or in the archives, we've got a lot during the archives. That's for sure. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Quite a few, and then the ones that we don't even know about, it jumps up as well. But yeah, uh, there, thank you again. Yeah, <laughs> it was you know that's, I was just looking, you know, and that, that like we have listeners on different formats that we aren't even aware of. I mean, it's just amazing. So, <laughs> thank you. So. And uh, if you connect with the show, you can uh, connect call uh, call. You can email all about wine one zero one at 
gmail.com. You can email us all about wine101 at gmail.com. Uh, you can do that anytime and want to get your email and that's it. We're good. Thank you for tuning in. Have a safe week and we'll see you next week. This concludes this broadcast of All About Wine with your host, Ron. For show information, links to All About Wine on Twitter and Facebook, or to be a guest on this show, visit the show website at www.allaboutwinebtr.com. Archived shows are available for download on iTunes or on our show page at blogtalkradio.com forward slash allaboutwine. Thank you for listening. Drink responsibly, and we'll see you next time on All About Wine. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.